Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 78 of Secrets of Shadowloo, asterisk, maybe, kind of. As I mentioned last time, I don't have these pages in front of me. I am operating off of scans of these pages that I found in a zip file connected with a fan translation of the game. And right now I'm not even operating off of that because as you may know, if you've been following the podcast day to day, this episode is late. The reason is a hard drive crash. I lost a bunch of stuff, including a four said fan scans of the missing pages. So I've decided to operate from memory here. I thought it was better to get the episode out than to go out into the wilds of the internet searching for another scan of this page. But you don't care about the details. You don't care about the logistics. Podcast listeners care about feelings. And what I'm feeling now is resentment. There's a lot of work and frustration that is going into producing this episode in an almost timely fashion. And I cannot express to you how richly this page does not deserve the effort. What we have here is basically grass. I want to make that clear. Most of this page is just grass. It's a it's a hex map that you fight on. It's mostly grass. It's actually grass part one of two. Uh, next time, we're going to be talking about another page of grass, because when you put these two maps together, they form the pasture of Diablo the Bull, Vega's hated bull that you fight as a part of Tourist Trap, the adventure that we've just been talking about in the last chapter of Secrets of Shadowloo. You will remember, of course, that Vega who wants to destroy this bull but make it look like an accident, throws you, the hapless street fighters, into Diablo's pasture, throws you a red cape, and gets you to do the dirty work and fight this bull. I have no objection to Vega's plan, to Diablo, the hulking, ugly mutant bull. I object only to the fact that a precious page of this book, and therefore a precious day of my time, in the best of circumstances, this one turned out to be a multiple-day project, was invested in visually realizing the apparently fucking difficult concept of grass surrounded by a fence. And hell, we've already wasted this page on the fence and the grass. I've already wasted my time on the fence and the grass. So let me waste your time on the fence and the grass by describing the fence and the grass. Up one side, you see, we've got this fence, this wooden fence, this sort of two planks running between posts. There's a segment of that and then another segment forming a, a wooden fence. Then up at the top of what I presume to be north, there's no, no compass rows here. What we see is the end of the enclosure, which is also of a, of a fence, a wooden fence construction. It's, a, it's another segment of the fence that wraps around. It's kind of a rounded end of, of the enclosure here. And then on the other side, wooden fence all the way down. And then in the middle, uh, green, green grass, featureless green grass. So you can't make a whole podcast episode out of complaining, although God knows I've tried on many occasions what the fuck do I say about this grass enclosed by a fence? What secret could possibly be concealed on this page that is basically just grass? I really struggled with this one until I realized that I was asking the wrong question. The question is not what secret is concealed on this page. The question is what secret is concealed by this page. And that really opened this up for me. Because here's the thing. I, why would I care about someone in the 90s wasting a page of their RPG supplement with a full page illustration of mostly grass. I mean, of all the people in the world, I'm the most likely to care about that. And even I don't care about that. 
What I do care about is what could have been on this page and isn't. Because as a GM, despite not being very uh, spatially or, or geometrically minded, if you tell me there's grass enclosed by essentially a rectangular fence, open on one side, more on that next time, I can understand that. I can even draw it on like a blank hex map. I didn't need this. What I needed, but what remains secret because of the space this map takes up, is the layout of, for example, the goddamn ninja toy store from Tourist Trap. Remember that? Remember how the player characters are going to go fight a ninja toy maker in a ninja toy store? Where's the map of the ninja toy store? What does it look like in there? I don't know. There was no room to include a map because we were busy with two consecutive pages of mostly just grass. And hey, you don't want to draw a ninja toy store? I think you're wrong. I think you're a fool. But but okay. May I please have the ninja bakery? There's also a ninja bakery. This is more flexible. Go into as much or as little detail as you like. I don't know what your deadline's like. I understand it may be difficult to fill, convincingly, a ninja toy store. You can't have a toy store that just sells, like, balls and blocks, right? But a ninja bakery, you can move the slider in either direction. There are a lot of elaborate pastries out there. Fancy cakes, all that shit. But if you don't want to draw that, just draw little uh, irregular blobs in appetizing colors. I've worked in a bakery, and I'll, I'll tell you, many if not most of the popular items in the bakery are just appetizingly colored irregular blobs. Snowball cookies, molasses cookies, apple fritters, buttermilk bars, thumbprint cookies, slightly more complicated, but they can be broken down into an irregular blob of jelly on top of an irregular blob of cookie. This art order is not that demanding compared to the value of knowing the layout of the ninja bakery. But okay, in the scenario, supposedly the player characters are not going to be tangling with the ninja baker and the ninja toy maker. Sure, they're not. But okay, what about uh, the location where they're going to get their pockets picked by a pickpocket they explicitly can catch and beat up? That happens at uh, Las Ramblas, the, the rowdy street outside of Vegas Arena. There's all kinds of shit happening out there. You're getting propositioned. You're having uh, black market deals go bad, having your pocket picked. There's all kinds of vendors out there. Any place where a player character is going to get their pocket picked, I need a battle map. Not a, not a hint, not a whiff of an indication of what the layout of Las Ramblas is. Total theater of the mind. I am trusted to imagine Las Ramblas. You know, Las Ramblas. You just tell everyone at the table, imagine the seediest possible pulp action version of the red light district in downtown Barcelona, and everybody will have basically the same mental image of what you're talking about. Of course they will. But we got to lock down this fucking patch of grass. God forbid we should be imagining the fucking grass, different shades of green. It's like, are we even playing in the same world anymore? So take your pick. The secret of this page, what the Ninja Bakery looks like, what the Ninja Toy Store looks like, what Las Ramblas looks like. Hey, the seating area of Vegas Restaurant, what does that look like? Not to mention uh, anywhere in Rigonka. Remember Evil Disneyland? The sprawling fucking island that we spent the middle of this book describing? Every named location on that island is likely to be the site of vicious fist fighting, except for Bungie Point. Bungie Point is sacred. But other than that, the Wall of the Gods, absolutely. The hidden uh, dojo of four styles, of course. The Lobotomatic Psychic Perfection Room. I don't know what Lobotomatic Psychic Perfection is, but I think that the way you attain it is probably the way you attain everything in this game. Vicious fist fighting. Mount Bison. If I'm a street fighter and I see Mount Bison, first thing I think is, I got to go up and fight on that. Throw Bison off of his own giant head? Who could resist? We could have had a map of any of those locations, but they remain a secret. 
Or hey, if you want to stick to Tourist Trap, want to stick to the scenario, remember how the climax of Tourist Trap is an airstrip outside a mansion where a hover plane is parked and you have the option of either charging in or sneaking up and rescuing Barachi? What more can I say? Crucial to the plot, extremely significant tactical decisions, visually interesting, remains a secret. Sorry, no room, had to devote an entire page to drawing half of one goddamn fence. <laughs> anyway, if you think I'm fucking done with this now, join me next time when we discuss page two of Fence and Grass on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs>